Hello, welcome to From Scratch to Stage. I'm gonna read Holm and right now I wanna pick up where we left off last time. The last time talked a bit, or at least I started to talk a bit about the importance of the voice and how much of a useful tool in your toolbox the voice is. Well, needless to say, you're giving a speech, so of course the voice is quite central, but how we use the voice and all that there is to it and all the tricks and techniques we can do to further amplify our delivery. I'm gonna go a little bit deeper on those today. Well, not all the way because there's enough to say about this topic that I could write several books and people have written books about this topic. I'm sure you can find a really long list at the library. But now I wanna talk about pitching and pacing. Now what is that? Just some funky terms with no real substance behind them? Really? No. There is some substance behind them. These terms actually are quite useful if you think about it closely. And now I'm gonna go in on what they actually mean. But first I wanna go back a bit to my school days, <laughs> way back in time. As I remember in school, one of the things most people hated above all else was to give presentations in front of the class. Ah no, don't worry, I didn't like that either, I'm not that crazy. But I did realize one thing quite quickly and that was that a lot of people when they do school presentations, they just write a manuscript and then they try to hide behind it and it's unreadable really monotonous as they just read it out inside and out without adding any kind of feeling and emotion to it. So how do you avoid that? I was thinking to myself then. Uh, even I felt that even if I'm not giving a presentation about something I care about, even if I'm giving a presentation about a book that I was too lazy to read, that I just looked on the internet what it's about and more or less just cheated my way past, I wanted to talk about it in front of the class in a way that would mean I could keep my face intact. So I thought then I need to make sure that even if I'm talking about something I couldn't care less about, I want to have a good convincing delivery without monotony. And then one of the ways to do that is of course to use your pitching, namely from a low voice to a high voice, but you don't need to do that as pronounced. When you can do that, then some words you speak in a slower manner, maybe in a lower voice, and some words you speak in a higher voice. Usually a higher voice conveys excitement, whereas a low voice is more pleasant to listen to in the long run. And if you're talking about something that is quite difficult or serious, then a low voice conveys the seriousness of it in a more pronounced way. Whereas a high voice conveys a greater sense of urgency or excitement or maybe even fear. When you use your voice and you alternate your pitch throughout the speech, you should alternate your pitch from low to high. You don't need to bob up and down all the time, but it really helps if you can show your feeling, your attachment to the subject. Just think of when you're talking to a friend, as I said last time, imagine you're talking to your friend about the subject, you're not just reading a prepared speech, you're not reading lines you have memorized, you're improvising, you're talking to your good friend about a certain topic, you naturally add your own feelings, sometimes you slow down, sometimes you speed up, 
sometimes it plucks at your heartstrings. Maybe you get a little sad or maybe you get quite angry and upset about it. Whatever it is, your feelings are not a flat line. Your feelings go up and down maybe a bit and then go up on a big peak and they go down in a valley and then as you go on it goes upward, downwards. Just imagine the pull in a movie. Sometimes everything goes the other way, then there's a setback, then it all goes well again and then there is some friction, some conflict. All of this, you can really view this as an outline for how you should use your tone when you speak. But most of the time, it really is about giving your speech in a way that makes it interesting. People want to hear what you are going to say next because they're excited about it. There are, of course, other ways we're gonna talk about how to hook people, how to tell great stories, and so we'll go through that in a later chapter. But right now, I'm just talking about how to use the pitch from a low voice to a higher voice and you conveying emotions. Because once you have that, your delivery is gonna be so much better. And then, of course, there's the pacing. I am not that confident and comfortable in front of the camera just yet as you may know i've done this kind of thing on stage a lot of times but being on camera is something that's quite new to me so i'm trying to get the feeling i have on stage when i'm in front of the camera speaking so i'm trying to get this feeling back again that not speaking with the same pitch the same pace and the same fluency all the time in front of the camera i don't know who's watching right now but I do not want to sound as good as I can do on the stage that I do know I can be on the stage when I am more prepared than I am for this kind of talk. And one way to do that is, apart from the pitching that I told you about before, notice how my voice goes a bit up and down here and there. It's also about emphasizing certain keywords. For example, I read once in a book that it's one very good thing to emphasize the keywords in a sentence. The example they gave was that destiny is not a matter of chance. It's a matter of choice. And how you would pronounce and stress the words destiny, not chance and choice. Now, let's go back to that. For example, if I say destiny is not a matter of chance, it's a matter of choice it doesn't really have the same power as you say. Destiny is not a matter of chance. It's a matter of choice because these words are more important and these words get the meaning across in a way that the other words do not. Why would you want to say, for example, destiny is not a matter of chance. It's a matter of choice. Hmm. Well, now what I want to say by that it just doesn't go hit home as good as if you pronounce those four words that I showed you before. So that is another way. When you emphasize the keywords, the key concepts, the one really important thing or the several important things you want your listener to get, to grasp or to agree with you on, then you people will get more of what you're trying to say, they will understand more of what you're trying to say and they will remember a lot more of what you said 
than if you were just speaking with one pitch the whole time. As you show variation, variation is one of the tricks to become more interesting as you don't want to listen to music which is just someone striking the same key on the piano blong 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 the whole time. You want to listen to music that has emotion to it, that has a rhythm, that has a beat, that has a feel, that gets into your blood in a way you really can't put into words. The same is true for the speaking rhythm. When you speak with a good rhythm, people will listen to you, people will hang on to it. Once you have a good rhythm, people will also remember how you made them feel, which means they will remember what you said, what your message was. And that way, you have won the day. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you everyone. Over and out.